This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. It is a fantastic day today here at Hawkside Guns because I am down about 800 bucks. Bastard. I know. It's it's really <laughs> bad. I said I said I'd do this. I didn't think it would be this one first, to be honest. I thought Beretta would get their stuff together before Henry did. However, they are advertising the hell out of those Berettas though. They are, and I have not seen one anywhere have you no now i'll admit i haven't been looking that hard but as i'm going through what i had been looking for um no i haven't seen them i haven't seen i haven't i have not seen or laid my hands on or talked to anyone who has physically held a beretta adx cheetah however uh if you've taken any of the shot show content in for 2023 you could not miss the fanfare for henry's nine millimeter homesteader carbine of course henry has a long history with pistol caliber carbines i mean i have their uh 44 uh, lever action as do you well it, but if, if you look at what their the the nine millimeter carbine that they came up with is it's actually almost Walk with me here for a second. Mm-hmm. A clone of Ruger's nine millimeter carbine. No, it's with very that much so. said, yeah, it's nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to it is a Henry. It is a Henry. The thing about the the nine millimeter carbine thing, and I think Henry nailed this. They're like, look, everybody, and and if you guys remember, like Shot Show 2023, this was all over. I mean, it was basically the the rifle of the show. It was the one everybody was talking about. But and what Henry has done is they have taken the carbine concept that Ruger has had for a very long time, and said, you know. We can do a modular version of that and make it 9mm, and uh, that's going to work. And it kind of does. Uh, so what Henry did is they, they, from the ground up, basically, made a 9mm carbine. And Jake is 100% correct. It's a lot like the Ruger backpacker carbine, honestly. Or, or PC carbine, whatever, carbine, whatever you want to call it. Ruger has a 9mm carbine that looks almost exactly like this, only it's in the synthetic. Once again, the Henry's nicer. I mean, e- even if you want to take out the synthetic part, even if you take a Henry and, and put synthetics uh, foregrip and stock on it, you know, it, even just receiver-wise, it's a nicer firearm. It just is. It just is. I mean, they took that and went, you know, we could do this. We could expand into that market and make a fine, modular, accessorized carbine and just do it up. And that's exactly what they did. Fast forward. uh, Now, we did a cast on this on January 24th, you know, of all the new guns from SHOT Show 2023. And we figured... Our reckoning was it would be a year, maybe even two, before everybody kind of got, like the general public got their hands on it. So imagine my surprise when I was out at a local range, to be fair, I'm going to give them a plug here, uh, Mission Ridge in, in Plano, when 
Uh, I was uh, celebrating with some buddies of mine and all that kind of stuff, and uh, we were trying to, we had just done the long gun range, and we were waiting for a pistol lane to open up, and of course, I was like, hey, you know, you guys go work that out, I'm going to go look at the pretty guns, and they're sitting amongst the cases by the front door, which is why I didn't see it in the first place, because that's where all the expensive stuff was, and I don't have (laughs) expensive gun money. (laughs) In fact, I didn't have this money either, but was sitting a Henry Homesteader. And I'm like, I waved the guy over, and he's like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, is that a Henry Homesteader? I'm like, that's that's like a real one. That's not like a demonstration mock-up or a 3D printed one. Like, that is a Henry Homesteader. He goes, oh, yes, we have exactly one of them. It was one of the original promotion guns that they sent out for everybody to, you know, start getting the excitement out and all that kind of stuff. And sure enough, I have them pull out of the case. I'm like, can I see that? Is that for sale? He goes, yes, you can see it, and yes, it is for sale. So I I flip it over, and it is number 376 ever made. Well, well, I got excited when you originally showed me a Henry box because (laughs) because you and I have a deal that if you found a 357 – I that I would straight you. up trade it to, to you. So it's kind of like, ooh, am I boxing up? <laughs> You're like, uh, no, no, no. It's uh, it's not that. I, you know what? And I asked. I'm like, hey, do you have a 357 Henry? And he's in a 357 lever action. And he goes, you have no idea how many people come in here every week and ask for a 357. Not only do I not have one, I haven't had one in a year and a half. So the and he, and he said the one he did get went in two days. Not surprising in the in the least. I, I'm not surprised at all. I mean that's that's one of the ones that everybody wants, right? So at least around here it is. From what you were saying, from what you were saying before, with regards to uh, Texas, I, I would think you'd found that surprising there. Well, I did find it surprising. Although now that I've asked around, what they do here is they'll buy the 357 and MSRP and sell it for like two or three hundred dollars over MSRP on on GunBroker, and someone will buy it. Someone up ah. on the East Coast or whatever will buy it. So they'll just instantly mark it up, make a couple hundred bucks on it. Because uh, around here, I think the 3030 and the um, the 44 are probably the two calibers everybody really uses. But but that's you know, neither here nor there. A three fifty seven fine caliber. Uh, but here I am holding number three seventy six of the Henry Homesteader, and I'm like, oh my god, that's a lot of zeros on that serial number. <laughs> like this is one of the first five hundred made because uh, it's uh, it goes twenty seven. Now there's an X put in some of the serial numbers, and that's like the first fifty or something like that. Those are the experimental ones that Henry kept. But uh, the, this was like. 27, which is the model number, and then 00000376. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's a low number. It's in, it's under 500, you know. And uh, I'm like, mm, this is for sale? He's like, yes, it is. I'm like, can we do any better on the prize? And he goes, no, we can't. <laughs> no, because somebody's going to pay for somebody's it. Somebody's going to buy it. So I bit the bullet and bought it at full, full MSRP, I think it was 785 um, plus tax. And I'm like, I don't care. Plus tax? Yeah, plus tax. Uh, I didn't care. I mean, I'm like, I'll pay it off on a credit card for the next six months. I don't care. I'll throw 100 bucks, 150 bucks at it for the next six months till it goes away. And I I don't care. I, I will have this. And the guy just got a big smile. He goes, totally understand. <laughs> you know? He goes, yep. I can't say that I probably wouldn't have done something similar. 
I I just I didn't care. I was like, look, this is this this is this is it right here. I mean, this is why credit cards exist. You know, like I I I have to have this, and I don't have the money for it. So, um, I I did the thing, and and quite honestly, I haven't regretted it. Uh, I got it home. I immediately sent pictures to Buana and Jake to make myself feel better. Bastard. <laughs> And uh, my dad was, bought it, was like, is is that a homesteader? I'm like, yep. Where'd you get that? You know? And, <laughs> hey, you ha- has, has he started trying to finagle it out, uh, off of you yet? Uh, No, he's figured out that I told him that he could do that. I, I'm like, look, you could have it if you want to. Just pay me back the 750 or the 785 plus tax. And he he's like, oh, I'm like, I'm more than happy to sell it to you, but I'm not a losing money on it. And you don't have anything I want to trade for it. So it's cash only bring it. <laughs> Could, couldn't even get your uh, your your H&K back for that one. No. Well, I'm going to get my H&K back anyway. <laughs> well, I was going to say I, I, I was going to be disappointed in you if you traded your gun to get your, your gun. gun? Back. Yeah, no, I, we, we weren't doing that. I'm not giving you one so I can get one of mine back. No, this isn't this isn't. No, it's not a not a situation of that. So um, and by the way, where am I? Where's my HK is kind of how I ended the call. Uh, but he was he was uh, very envious and stuff. But. Uh, we, as am I, Oh, it was great. Now I got, um, uh, because it was one of the original versions, I have the Henry only, um, with no conversion kit. Now you can get them with a conversion kit. They normally come with either a Glock or a SIG, um, Smith, uh, conversion adapter. Uh, this one was just the Henry mags. So I immediately went online and, uh, found Henry's number and called them and I'm like, hi, I have a homesteader. And they're, they're like, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. That is awesome. Uh, what would you like to do? You know, what do you hear? You know, or what do you, what do you want? You know, all that kind of stuff. And, and I'm like, I would like the Glock adapter, please. <laughs> you know? I got 15 well, round mags for this. Have you seen that Henry had to recall a bunch of their 4570s? No. Yeah. What for? Uh, they just said a, a a manufacturer's defect that could make them go off without you pulling the trigger. Oh. Uh, but that being said, in true Henry fashion, it's kind of like this is a voluntary thing. But if you send us yours, we will send you a new one. <laughs> good old Henry. Henry, and they are really good about customer service. They really are. I ordered the Glock adapter plate on a Saturday night. It was in my mailbox Monday. So not surprised. Not surprised. You know, it's freaking Henry, man. They're they're really kind of on top of things with this kind of thing. But um, that uh, I got it on a Friday. It's uh, I went out to shoot it on a Saturday or I think. No, I got well, it on a Saturday. Went to get it on a Sunday or shoot it on a Sunday. And um, I got to say, man. It is everything. Is it everything we dreamed of? It is everything they said it'd be. It really is. Now, my father has shot both a Ruger uh, Mini 14, a Ruger uh, carbine, um, 9mm carbines of all make it say. He loves 9mm carbines. He loves pistol caliber carbines. He really does. It's his favorite type of rifle. Uh, Whether it be lever action, automatic, it doesn't really matter. He loves pistol caliber because they don't. 
Yeah. Well, I, I like them because I'm cheap, and the ammo is typically cheaper than rifle ammo. Well, it, it, that's a big thing right there. But also, for me um, and him, it doesn't misbehave. It's it's like shooting a twenty two effectively. I mean, a, a 9 millimeter carbine, you've got four points of contact on that gun, shoulder, cheek, and both hands. It's 9 millimeter, right? And it's heavy. It's like six and a half, seven pounds. Now, with all the shit I got strapped on it now, uh, which we'll go over in a second, uh, it doesn't do anything. The, the It's a straight blowback operated gun, right? So it's got a spring and a piston. And uh, underneath, just about all of your nine millimeter carbines out there are blowbacks. Right. That's a very standard concept because you don't really need a gas return system, and you're dealing with nine millimeter. There's not a ton of gas to speak of to run an action. So blowback is kind of better. So, uh, but it's nine millimeter. There's no, there's no muzzle flip. There's no yank of of anything. You feel the piston working underneath your hand right because the the piston and the spring are right underneath the foregrip so you feel it working you feel like a little shutter but it doesn't do anything right there's no recoil to speak of you can feel the gun working and the action working under your hand you can feel it but it's more of a shutter not recoil because it's just too heavy a gun and too well made quite honestly to, to have any recoil to speak of. So even with the ghost ring sights, it just sits there and 50, I was doing Coke cans at 50 yards out with a ghost ring sight. Like, and that's me. I'm not a particularly great shot, but one, the ghost ring sights remind me of halo. So it's just, it's right there. You know, like it's, this is like every time I've played a video game in my life, you know, and there's no recoil. So it's like shooting a video game. You just kind of point and shoot and pull the trigger and it's done. Right, and you can bounce a coke can at forty, fifty yards. I know. Ask me how I know. I've done it. But you put a scope on it. I did. Um, here's the problem. <laughs> so uh, the same weekend that I went doing this, uh, the guy who uh, who owns the majority of the ranch that I shoot at, um, like I own twenty five acres, he owns seven hundred and forty. Right. A um, little bit more. A little bit more. Uh. So he went out and bought 16 guns that weekend at a different uh, gun store or uh, a shooting range slash gun shop. And uh, he bought a bunch of 22s and a Ruger 9mm carbine. Uh, The black one with the uh, all synthetic out and all that kind of stuff. And... He was, uh, he's also building a shooting, a long distance and medium distance and a pistol shooting range plus a clay range out there. I think he's spending about $250,000 to, to put all this stuff in and get like quality targets, quality throwers, trailers and, with throwers. And you'll, and you'll be allowed to use as such? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's sweet of him. Uh, it is. Uh, so, well, you know, he's like, look, you know, we're all out here. He's building a house out there. I'm going to build a house out there. We're all neighbors, so you might as well. And, you know, if you were to be a grumpy neighbor and, and complain about the noise, then that would be a problem. So why don't everybody just use the the ranges and then everybody's all happy, right? Makes sense. It's yeah, yeah, I mean, you, 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 you can't complain if you're one of the people using them. Right. You know, like, like, like you, you can't you can't call the cops if you're out here with us. You know, it's country boy logic. Right. So 
he put in a he's going to put in a thousand yard range, a seven hundred fifty yard range, a five hundred yard range, and then all the way down from four hundred to ten feet, and uh, just different sections and different areas. And then he's going to put in a skeet range um, with some trailer based throwers on there, like real professional ones. They're like ten twenty thousand dollars a thrower, and uh, put those out there on trailers and stuff, so you have a computerized. Um, centralized station where you can throw on crossies you can throw a trap you can throw anything from like wherever you are which is pretty cool and i'm like cool that'll be done in the next two months uh, is what they're saying because uh, they got to do the the ranging and all that kind of stuff so anyway all that to say there's some berms yeah you, you really gotta you get some you know safety out there to make sure that stuff isn't traveling too far and you're you know you got to shoot downhill so that the bullets are going down into big berms and there's a whole bunch of stuff right for safety and everything and he's having the local sheriff and the and uh somebody from i think it's secret service the atf or something like that help him design it safely and all that kind of stuff because he's a friend of his so it's like sweet cool that's coming but he, but that all that to say, he bought like sixteen guns and rifles, short distance rifles to test out the mid range ranging stuff, and a nine millimeter carbine. And I'm like, I have one of those, and I want to play with the range at like a hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you as you do, you have if you're a gun um junkie and i won't even say collector because that's that that word doesn't apply junkie is probably a better yeah gun nut um you probably have some spare parts laying around uh i would say that's fair to say about normal gun nuts so i'm like i I have drawers exactly i got i got totes and bags and stuff (laughs) like just full of stuff over you know everywhere so don't ask me about the holster drawer (laughs) i got a holster drawer too it's full of the last okay, holster. Anybody who has and carries a, fi- a handgun especially has a holster drawer. I think you almost have to. It's it's almost required. Be, be, because it's it's one of those things like everything else that you don't know whether or not you're going to like it till you've actually bought it, put your handgun in it, put it on your belt, and tried to go somewhere. And I like that holster, but, uh, you know, for this occasion, I might want a different holster. And I will I'll just, okay, I'll have two. I'll have two for this gun, and that's fine. All right, three. Three for this gun, and that's it. All right, now I got a new gun. And, Crap, and then you, and then you have the ones that for guns that you've sold, that you still have the holster for. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do have guns for holster or holsters for guns I no longer own. That exactly. is 100% true. I've got it. I've got. That's what the second holster drawer is. Yeah, I got. Well, I got a tote for that one. Like I, I, I don't keep them in the active. I call it the active holster drawer. That's this is this is the tote or the little Tupperware or Rubbermaid container full of holsters that I don't own guns for, but I can't throw these away because I got a lot of money in this in these holsters. I might have that gun again, or this holster might fit another gun I have, so we got to keep them, right? Oh yeah, no, there's you you lie to yourself about all kinds of stuff that way. But I went and I I dug through all of my crap, as Shannon calls it, my gun crap. Um, I actually have a box that says gun crap on it. Uh, and I found a three by nine by 40, uh, weaver scope. It's just a little Costco, you know, weaver scope. It's not a big deal, but I was like, man, if I could find one inch rings for this, I could put this on the freaking Henry. This is almost as bad as at one point in time when I tried to put the $20 red dot on my Henry. (laughs) 
<laughs> Almost, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's not... it, 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 the only thing that makes it not as bad is that if somebody doesn't necessarily know what they're looking at, it just looks like a rifle with a scope on it. Right. Whereas the moment somebody looked at my cheesy red dot and everybody went, really? You put that's the twenty dollar Amazon scope. Well, how do you know that? Because I have one, and that's that's not, like it's always the same answer. But yeah, this is at least like a fifty or sixty dollar scope. You know, I mean, but it's what I had lying around. I wasn't putting, I wasn't taking the Diamondback off the 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 six five Creedmoor. So I was, and I didn't want to spend any more money because I didn't have any more. I didn't have the money to buy the gun in the first place. But um, <laughs> I I didn't want to spend any money on it, but I had a, a 40 millimeter, you know, nine power scope on it. Um, so I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll use this until I get something better. Right. That's always the lie you tell yourself, but I mounted it up there and it looked really good. So I'm like, okay, I have to have some Monstrum scope caps on the, around somewhere that I can stick on this things. Now, I have the feeling that the uh, and I like the the Monstrum stuff because it's cheap and it's it's relatively high quality. But the 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 scope caps I had kinda didn't fit. I mean, like I couldn't physically wedge them over the scope, so I went and got the blowtorch and kind of loosened the rubber up a little bit and just smacked them on there. Like, well, at least I know they won't come off. You know, uh, so those scope caps fit great. <laughs> Custom fit scope caps. That's what I'm telling people. And then, uh, like two days later, uh, after I shot it for the first time, which was beautiful, I the the conversion kit for the adapter or for the mag adapter came. And the conversion kit is all in one piece. The only thing you got to do is transfer the pin from one conversion to or a pin receptacle. It's just got a little like cotter key looking thing um that you got to put into it and then you just smack it in the gun but i gotta say this all right i don't know how the ruger carbine comes apart i i've never had one of those my dad had you know buona has but i i've never really done it apart or anything like that but he he said it was a reasonably cool gun and it was it was kind of your standard rifle stuff the way they designed this homesteader I swear to you, it's just like a shotgun. It's like a Mossberg 500. First of all, it's got a full tang. It's got a tang safety, so it's right on top of the grip. Feels just like a Mossberg. It's fat like a Mossberg. Uh, the foregrip feels like a Mossberg. Uh, but it's the entirety of the gun is held together by three knockout pins. That's it. You just hammer it, just like a shotgun. You just hammer them out. The conversion kit falls out. The trigger falls out. And then you just reach in, grab the, the bolt, and yank it out. And the gun's disassembled. The whole thing takes 30 seconds. I mean, it just, if you take the pins out, and the whole gun falls apart. It's freaking fantastic. Um, the, <laughs> I cannot so, explain. So, you how, how much time is. have you spent just rubbing it with a diaper? Oh, days. Day, days. I don't like it's still sitting to the left of me. Like I can't stop looking at it. So what? After I got uh, now, I did have to also go down and uh, what I didn't have is I had I had a Picatinny, but uh, I think the uh, Picatinny uses a one six Weaver mount, and I didn't have one of those. So I had to go get a new Picatinny for it, which was a hardship. It was twelve dollars. You know, I mean it's. Uh, actually, the Picatinny shooting for the for the top ends of the Henrys, it's 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 just two screws, and it's they're actually 
simple and easy to find. Yeah, this one is four screws. It's a weaver mount. So it was a little annoying that I didn't just have one. Because I had the standard two-screw pattern one. Because like, I've got, much like you, in my box of gun crap, I have a bunch <laughs> of Picatinnies from crap. You know, like, oh, there's got to be a Picatinny in here somewhere that'll fit. And I probably could have made one work, but I wanted one that it look right. Right, so I had to go get one of those. I had to go down. I had to drive down to Cabela's and go get one, and uh, bring it back. And uh, so I got the scope mounted. Got the, I, ha- I had thankfully uh, scope rings for for a one inch Weaver tube. The conversion kit arrived, and then uh, Tuesday afternoon, I think it was, Buana brings over as a mea culpa for keeping my HK because he wouldn't bring it back. He brings over a hundred dollar custom buffalo hide strap to mount to said. Uh, wait, okay, so so does he expect the? Hundred dollars strap to make up for the seven hundred and fifty dollar agent K. No, what he's what, basically what this is is he's. I buying, know that's not what you, I know. I know personally that's not what you paid for it, but that's what they go for retail. Yeah, uh, what that is is please stop bothering me about the HK. You have two cool guns I want, and I can't have any of them. Here's this strap. Don't bother me for a little while. That's really what that is. <laughs> he bought some time. <laughs> So he he brought over this this beautiful buffalo hide strap, which goes with the the wood, just just like chef's kiss, like mwah. And I put that on there, and I it's like art, it, it really is. It, Henry did such a good time, a good job with this. The the stock is attached to the trigger group like an old shotgun is. So when you take the pin out for the trigger group, the stock comes with it. Uh, so it just falls off the back of the gun. The only thing, and nobody's mentioned this, which I, I find it weird. The only thing about this thing being so modular, and, and you could put a Magpul, like I'm sure right now Magpul is making a stock for the Henry Homesteader, like a stock set. Well, look, in the, the next cast that we're going to have, we're going to talk about why everyone in this world is going to be creating more stuff for Henry and Marlin rifles. So Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I am positive that Henry did this with accessorization in mind. There's already going to be a huge market for it because of how Henry built this thing, right? They built it to be uh, modular so that you could do these things with it. I'm sure that it is going to have a barrel shroud. I am sure it's going to have a Magpul stock on it. I'm sure it's going to have a foregrip that is tactical so you can mount a light to the front of it and stuff like that. I mean, the, the barrel's threaded. Uh, now, I don't do silencers and cans on the front and all that kind of stuff because I just don't want to deal with it, but um, it's absolutely made for one. Uh, with a Glock magazine, with, like they've got videos of people with cans on them and 50 stick, you know, a, a stick of 50 Glock mags slung underneath it, and it just becomes a, just a hey, just a you, you, you could do the the double drum underneath there. Yep, you sure can. You sure can, and it feeds like crazy. I, I don't I don't know if that would make me feel all Henry about it, but you could. Well, now you've seen a picture of mine how I dressed it out. It looks yes. very classic. Uh, no, it, n- n- not that that surprises me, but when it comes to a Henry rifle, with a minor exception that, once again, we'll talk about it in a different cast, um, I agree with you when it comes to If you're going to do a Henry rifle, stick with the classics. Yeah, um, and that's kind of what I wanted to do. Um, 
so I could go and play and do nine millimeter carbine stuff and go out to 100, 120 yards. 100, they say it'll go 150. I don't know if nine millimeter out, even out of a carbine really goes that much further. I know they get about an extra 150 to 200 foot per second with the longer barrel because uh, it's got a 16 inch barrel. It, it does. It does a lot of cool stuff. It really does. Um, and it shoots fast. God, it shoots fast and clean. Just I mean, just. As fast as you want to go, it doesn't. There's there's nothing moving. I mean, it just it just sits there and goes where you point it. It's point. It's literally like a video game. It's point and shoot. Uh, well, Henrys generally are. Yeah, I mean they always are. I mean they're just they're just well built. But the only thing, the only niggle I have about it, and it's weird. It's not anything functional. It's not a a bad thing about the gun. Okay, but it is a little weird. Because of the way the the big open box pin uh, pinned mechanism frame that they have on it, if you grab the gun and twist with both hands counter rotating, right? So you twist forward with one and back with the other, the gun rattles. It's a little not a lot, not like anything, but and it's not. That like is you the could, kind of thing that would just bug you. It 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 just it's like. Why is why does it do this? <laughs> why well, is it rattling? If it, if it bugs you that bad, I will take it off your hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bought us at the same thing. Oh yeah, Sean, I'm sure that gun's broken. I'll buy it. <laughs> like I'll take it. It's fine. <gasps> no, 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 but it, it does. It's it's a little weird that it rattles, and I know why. Right? Like I know why. It's because of the modular. Uh, mag adapters and the and the trigger mechanism and and all the rest of this. I know why because I've had a Mossberg 500. They freaking rattle. That's what they do. That's the spec, and it's designed that way on purpose so that dirt, water you, being knocked around doesn't bother it. Right? It's it's a feature, not a, a, well, you, a problem. Yeah, you, you have to admit as much as pretty and classic and all that the henry rifles are they are designed not just to be pretty but to be long-lastingly functional all of them yeah exactly all of them they're even though they do go for the classic lines making everything pretty they are designed to look pretty but they're also designed to be taken out and used yet to work you know and and have a job and this one's job is like ranch security it's it's if you need to to shoot a coyote if you need to shoot a raccoon or a porcupine or or something like that now it won't do a boar but that's not what most people have problems with you know <laughs> you shoot you can shoot How all the nine rustler? <laughs> what's that cattle rustlers yeah exactly yeah no it'll do <laughs> nine millimeter do just fine for a man's eyes target <laughs> Uh, and it's it it's really really well designed for what it is, and it's they did a fantastic job of not making it quote unquote. And you're gonna know what I mean when I say this. They made it do they do a fantastic job of not making it quote unquote scary, right? It looks classic, like. And and uh, a kid uh, who works with me used this phrase, and I hate it because it's kind of true. It looks like a pawpaw gun, and I'm like, a little. I said it has classic lines, 
right? It has a walnut stock. It has just... <laughs> you're just pissed because you're not as far off from being a pawpaw as you thought you were. No. You know, like, I, I looked at this and went, sweet, I'll make it, I'll classic it out. You know, and that's exactly what I did. You know, I didn't put a red dot on it. I put an actual scope on it. I put a hunting scope on it. Um, I put Glock mags in it with, a you know, a 15-round Glock mag. Um, I put an old-school buffalo strap on it. And, you know, like, it looks gorgeous. Just gorgeous. You can look on uh, on the uh, uh, cast pick for this cast on HawksideGuns.com. Um, you can go look and and click on this cut. That is the gun. That that gun in that picture is my gun. I sent a picture of it to Jake the other day. It looks gorgeous. Uh, it shoots unbelievably well. Um, you can run any kind of ammunition. If it's nine millimeter Luger, and I've tried, I think seven, seven or eight. Uh, different types of 9mm in it. It does not care. Uh, round nose, defense rounds, heavy, uh, you know, heavy grain, light grain. It doesn't, like, high power, low power. It doesn't matter. It runs everything. Because it's a Henry. I mean, you you kind of expect that. Uh, the only thing I would caution you about, and this is not a hardship for anybody who loves guns, it, it runs as a dirty girl. Uh, because it's a blowback gun, that bolt is filthy. Uh, now I run. Well, yeah, but but most of your, especially range nine millimeter, is pretty dirty. Yeah, it's it's not clean. Uh, I ran a couple hundred bucks worth of ammunition through it. Uh, to be quite honest, between me and Buana, I mean, we just we couldn't quit playing with it. I mean, we just kept shooting and kept shooting and kept shooting and kept shooting. And not only did we not miss around. It did not fail to eject. It did not double feed. It did not have a problem. It never, it did nothing but run absolutely flawlessly every time, and which is kind of what you would expect from a Henry. I mean, it really is. I mean, you you pay for the quality, and you generally with a Henry get the quality, and it is one hundred percent that way. The 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 only thing I would say is, man, it was it was so dirty. <laughs> I opened up the the trigger mechanism and the and the you know the the receiver, and I was just like, oh god, it's so filthy in here. And it was, it was really dirty. But oh my god, is it? A, it's just it's just flawless. It is absolutely flawless. Well, well, I didn't go nearly as expensive and awesome and shiny as as you did, but I did finally go have to buy go ahead and have to buy myself uh, my birthday gun um, <laughs> because right after talking about it with you and telling you that I thought I could find one for about two ninety nine, um, they all disappeared. Yep. So when suddenly I saw one available again at a reasonable price, it was kind of like, and we're buying you. Yeah. So and that that being the Taurus TX22 Compact. Now, um, now once again, it's not a Henry. Um, <laughs> I really wish it was. It's not. But uh, yeah, I had to go ahead, and and I'm I'm early. My birthday isn't for another week and a half. But at the same time, it was one of those things like, ooh, it's back. I'm buying this. Well, I sent you, uh, and this was a couple of weeks ago, maybe two, three weeks ago. I sent you a picture because I found a TX22 compact at my local store, and it was uh, I think about three oh nine, three ten, something like that. Uh, the one I saw uh, just at my local shields here. 
and it was it looks nice. I mean, even in person, I had them take it out the case for me while I was waiting for something else, and it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. It worked fantastically. I was. Oh, did you get super, a chance to shoot it? Yeah. No. I I uh, I took it. Uh, I took it out of the case and looked at it. I thought, oh man, that's cool. Because I was buying another gun at the time, um, which uh, I I traded a bunch of credit for, and I should probably talk about that in another uh, cast. But um, in fact, I will do that, and I'll save it for another cast. But I I I bought a Browning that was really cool. Um, cause I was also looking for some 22s as well. Anyway, um, I, I looked at the TX 22 compact and I was like, man, this fits really, it feels really nice. You know, and it's got this, um, Beretta style kind of almost Beretta style, I guess, um, open top, right? So when it flings those shells out of there, you get way less of a chance of stove piping something or, or something like that. Uh, I, I was really impressed with it. And so I went to uh, my my local favorite range, which was not the one I found a Henry at, but I went to my range. And I'm like, do you guys happen to have one of these? And they said, we sure do. We have one. <laughs> Sweet. Can I? I'll, I'll rent that, you know. So because you can rent guns at ranges and stuff and yeah. it's perfectly fine. And, uh, you know, it was it was the same price to rent this thing as it was. Any other nine millimeter, three fifty seven, forty four, whatever it is you want, and I'm like, okay, well, all right. And then I found out why, because you can shoot with this thing all day. Well, that that was kind of my point in buying it. I mean, we've we've talked about it before was the fact that I'm a, a cheap bastard who doesn't have a whole lot of pocket cash these days. So, and I've been completely unwilling to replace the gobs and gobs and gobs of nine millimeter that I have. Um, I mean, I've got enough nine millimeter stashed in my house to worry the ATF at the moment. But that being <laughs> said, I'm, I'm not willing to shoot any of it off. So, I, you know, I, I went, okay, well, what, you know, here's a nice little 22. I can shoot that all day long for maybe a quarter of the price. Um, and the funny part about it is, is in the process, because I hadn't, I mean, I've got a, a bunch of 22 in the house, but I figured maybe I'd start looking at getting some more since I had ordered the firearm. I went to our local Cabela's and I hadn't been in there in a while. And it was funny because we, we've, we've talked about the, Aisles and aisles and aisles of uh, uh, Remington White, uh, Winchester White Box, um, two two three five five six and seven six two. Absolutely, yeah. They have taken and moved all of that behind the counter. <laughs> they really. And I, and I commented on it. You know, I said to him, "Goes wow, all the ammo's behind the counter. When when did this happen?" And the response the guy gave me was very very direct. He said to him, "Goes when well, we finally got fed up with people walking out the door without paying for it." <laughs> Yep. Okay. Okie dokie. <laughs> yeah, that don't happen here. <laughs> that that doesn't happen here. Uh, well, they still have all the ammunition out out uh, e- even at Cabela's and stuff. Uh, they still have all the ammunition out. Um, I I was very surprised. Um, not only is the TX twenty two well mannered. 
it is surprisingly. I mean, because they're they're making them like trainers, right? So this is basically nine million. Well, and, and that's and that's what I'm going to be using it for. Yeah, I mean, so all the skills will basically transfer. You have to spend, like you're saying, a quarter of the price to to run it. It it feels and looks like a nine millimeter or a three eighty. Um, it's about the size of a three eighty, to be honest, or or a micro, or not micro, but subcompact nine millimeter. Uh, they're they uh, reportedly, and I don't know because I only ran about 300 rounds through because that's all I had left. I had a box of 300, and that's that's what I ran. Uh, and it didn't have problems with any of it. Like the only problems it has was not the gun's fault; it was the ammunition, right? Like the the it struck the rim and nothing happened, you know, because you can see a big dent yeah. on the bullet and it's that's not the gun's fault that's that's the ammunition that's 22 sometimes that happens uh which is why a lot of people won't use 22 as a home defense gun or something because that can happen uh but center fire is a lot more reliable that way uh plus you only get about two three years is what they say out of 22 uh 22 long rifle and you can get decades out of a you know, center fire cartridge right because they're designed differently but um the the misfires that I had were not the gun's fault. It was 100% the ammunition. Uh, I think I got a light load in one of them, and it and it just kind of half ejected, and, but the bullet sounded different. You know what I mean? It didn't squib or anything. It didn't get stuck in the barrel, but it sounded different. Like it wasn't propelled as fast. Uh, so I was like, mm, I don't think that's the gun's fault. Again, I think that's the ammunition because the ammunition was five years old. Uh, and starting to oxidize a little bit on the, the <laughs> lead. So I'm like, this probably in the gun's fault. And I went to the, you know, when I went to return it, I apologized. I'm like, I threw some really rusty shit through here. I am really sorry. <laughs> this is totally like the cleaning is totally my fault. And I tipped the guy like 10 bucks for cleaning or, you know, to, to clean it, you know, cause I dirtied it un uh, unceremoniously. But uh, by the way, Tip your range people. <laughs> if you're a regular range goer, uh, they'll give you some deals and they'll give you better guns and they'll give you better better stuff if you take care of them. They'll take care of you. You take care. Of it. it works the same as any other place. A lot of people go stingy at the range counter. Don't do that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, be personable. Make sure you're not causing them problems. They will reciprocate. I promise you, everyone at the range is a dick. Just, I mean, all the customers at ranges are generally a dick. They're out there seeing what they can get, not being nice to the range people. It's uh, For whatever it's worth, right? Um, well, what I kept coming across in the process of hunting the, uh, the tourists down again, which was probably about $30 more expensive, but I kept looking at it going, well, I could do that instead. Which I'm glad I didn't, and I that I was patient until I found one again. But I keep coming across the uh, PPK twenty at uh, uh, PPKS twenty twos, <laughs> and it was kind of like, well, that could be good, but it's not going to do it. <sighs> it's it's still, I mean, yeah, it's probably not going to have the exact same problem that the big brother, its big brother, would have. You're right. Oh no 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 no! It's it's not. But at the same time, it's also it, it, it was one of the you shot had, one of I'm those. I'm assuming you've had one of those moments in which you can't get what you want. Yeah. Oh. 100%. So so what's what else is there looks you know really awesome. At that moment. <laughs> yes, hundred percent, man. You're like, but I can have this. 
now. One hundred percent. And it's so funny because it's because you're you're like, but I have this money now and I could have that today. And it's really tempting. I'm so glad you held out because the the TX-22 <laughs> is so worth it. It is so worth waiting for. I oh, swear wow. to you, you're going to love it. If you don't, well, tell it, me, I'll buy it from you. It'll show up at the store uh, this week, and um, I'm out of town, unfortunately, this week, so I'll be able to pick it up on Friday. Oh, that's freaking dis- – that just destroys you. <laughs> just That just hurts your soul, doesn't it? Like it's there waiting for you, like, please come save me, and you're like, I'm trying. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad when you have a gun waiting for you. <laughs> it's good and bad at the same time, I should say. Well, be- before you get to rub the Henry in my face anymore, do you have anything else for this particular cast? I don't. Um, the Henry Homesteader, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic rifle. Uh, quality, loved it. No recoil to speak of. Uh, the Ghost Ring sights work, at least they did for me. I did put a scope on it. It is wonderful in every respect i love how henry has positioned it i love the gun but with that we will uh see you guys next time for a john wick the guns of john wick 4 review uh, after it has come out we had a preview but uh we're gonna do a uh a little talk about john wick because both of us are bubbling about it other than that jake you got anything else for this cast i do not Right on. We will see you guys next time. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.